What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Hot Take, where I, along with my co-host Nat and Lawrence, give you our, our hottest takes on all things NBA. Again, for today, it's just Nat and myself. Nat, what's up, man? How you, how you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. Uh, we have the season coming up in about a week, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we have uh, one week yeah. until the season starts. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I actually draft my fantasy team this Friday. So it's it's uh, looking forward to that draft draft night who's gonna be your first pick oh obviously alice caruso no question about that <laughs> <laughs> baby goat <laughs> baby goat that's right i'm surprised uh you've been doing good because you know your lakers so far <laughs> this preseason oh i love it i've been doing good i love the overreactions already this is great <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get into it let's get into it <laughs> let's let's do it let's do it now tell us about your lakers man how are they doing so far in preseason Oh my gosh. So, um, so today is what, October 12th. So they've played, I think three games so far. Nets, Warriors, Suns. Um, they've looked concerning on different levels, but again, it is preseason. I do not need to overreact right. to games that don't count. We saw Westbrook, the, the previous game had what, like nine, 10 turnovers in one game, 15 in the right. combined last two he's, he's been playing. So again, that is a concern, but I am not going to place any substance or any of my, you know, worry, you know, worry about it until opening night. We'll, we'll see the game against the Warriors. We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm not worried. Um, the big three, that's AD, Russ, and LeBron, debuted tonight against, uh, who is it? I forget, but they, but it's tonight. So that I want to see. I think it's the Warriors. That is tonight. I want to see that and then go from there. But the past three games... I'm not even worried. In fact, the Nets got blown out last night by the by by the Sixers. So I again, we don't need to to place any you know certain statements on on what's been happening in preseason. All right, um, I do worry about you know my team's defense. That is the one thing that I'm I've been concerned about. I've watched um, certain plays here and there with the Suns game with the Warriors game. Doesn't look that good to be honest. But I do like. As bad as it sounds, I like AD and Dwight Howard, four and five. It's it's a wall, all right? Aiden couldn't even sc score against them. So, uh, actually, speaking of that game, there was a stretch in that game before the third quarter or fourth quarter that they actually tried on defense. Like, they literally had, like, an intensity for that, like, five or six minutes on defense, and they caught up to the Suns right. within four points. But then they, I, I, I guess they uh, just didn't want to try anymore after that. But, again... It's preseason. No worry. Russ will be fine. LeBron will be fine. AD will be AD. AD will fall to the floor every single you know quarter, and then we're gonna have a heart attack in our in our minds. But again, we're gonna be all right. Heart attack right. in our minds. We're gonna be all right. Again, this is just preseason. I'm looking forward to the first week. Then we'll uh, revisit this question, and then I'll tell you my answer. Any bright spots that you've noticed, or that you know, give you hope about your lakers ad is still ad man again like i've i've seen him switch the pick and roll defending the guard dude dude's like he's he's up to speed he's actually guarding the guards he tracks the ball pretty well protect you know protecting the rim pretty well again he's gonna be the best player on this team in my opinion and he's gonna carry us that's right carry us to that finals right there again that his main thing is being healthy. We understand that. 
I think he'll be healthy throughout this whole season with Dwight and uh, DeAndre Jordan, you know, there to help him out. But again, bright spots is AD. I like the shooting from Melo and Bazemore. We've got some some shooters up in here. Um, I haven't seen Malik Monk play that play yet. I haven't seen him play yet, but uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good, man. I'm telling you, Lakers in five. To, to whatever question you have. Oh, is it uh, <laughs> Dallas or Lakers? Lakers in five. Oh, is it Suns? And, no, no. Lakers are five. All right. That, that's my answer to every single you know question that you have for me. All right. Oh, that's interesting because the, the question I was going to ask was, in how many games will the Lakers lose? <laughs> to who? Lakers in five. <laughs> to who? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> oh, you're funny. You're funny. To the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Hell no. <clears throat> all right. Enough about the Lakers, man. Enough about the Lakers. No, no, no. no. First of all, no, 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 no. I want to hear what you have to say about my Lakers because you clearly want to talk about this. You wanted to bring this up. So what do you have to say about them? Truth, truthfully, truthfully speaking? Yes. Yes. No, I agree completely. There is it's nothing <laughs> to worry about. It's preseason, man. Like, like you're, you're like you mentioned, like you're concerned about the defense, bro. Come on. It's LeBron James. Like that, that <laughs> defense is going to. You have arguably like you have some long guys like, OK, Melo, he can't really guard. LeBron <laughs> could guard. AD could guard. Dwight Howard could guard. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Kendrick Nunn cannot guard. I don't know what you guys are going to do at the point guard position. I don't know how solid <laughs> THT is on defense. Um, but, I mean, they'll figure it out. They'll figure out defensive schemes and whatnot. Exactly. Um, isn't there also Trevor Ariza? He's currently injured for the next eight weeks or seven weeks now, now that one one counting. So, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. He's out, yeah. So. Well, we'll I was going to say he could see. add to – he could bolster that defense. But That's what I'm saying. Maybe when he goes back. Um, just real quick, my team, the Miami Heat, they've been uh, heating it up. They've been torching it, um, lighting people up. Won a close game the other night. What what I like about Miami, and they've always been able to do this, is they find guys that people have never heard of, mm-hmm. and they're guys that are really good. Like they signed a couple guys, like the guy who hit the game winner against the Spurs the other day. I don't know. I don't even know his name, but he was <laughs> awesome. He killed it. Uh huh. Um, the big three, the new big three of Miami, they look pretty solid. I know one game, like Kyle Lowry had two points, but he also had 10 assists was mm-hmm. like, that's, that's awesome. Like, and it's only preseason and it's only going to get better. There's obviously to the, the, one of the bigger, you know, bright spots for Miami during the preseason has been Tyler hero. He's averaging something like 24, 25 points a game. Yeah. You know, preseason. He looks really good. He looks really, really good. I'll we'll, I'll actually touch more on him later on in the show. But moving along, let's actually move on to uh Wait, sorry, news. sorry, can I say one more thing about your heat? Yeah, sure. Uh the Bulls look better. Sorry, that's all I want to say. <laughs> Again, it's preseason. You know, I'll get to the Bulls too. I'll get to the Bulls too. Yeah, why are you mad, bro? It's true. Oh no, fine. Hey, I'm calm. I'm cool, calm, collected. I'm not even sweating the the Bulls, the seventh place Bulls. Seventh place. Um. Okay, so probably the biggest news right over the last 24 hours. Number one being Kyrie Irving will not be playing for the Brooklyn Nets. You know, until either he gets vaccinated or until mandates change. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, the team is saying that they respect his decision not to get vaccinated, that that's his choice and they're going to honor it. They're going to respect it, but they're not going to have anybody that's a part-time player. So they're going to move on as if he's not going to play the entire season. 
What are your thoughts on that? Nothing changes for me. I mean, in the aspect of uh, is the team good enough without him? The answer is yes. But it would be nice to have him on the court. Nice to have him, you know, for for home games and playoffs eventually. But um, I saw this tweet, viral tweet, you know, after the news had uh, had been shared. It's like, oh no, KD, the best player in the league, will have to settle with playing with only just one of the other best players in the league <laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of two players, like the scores or whatever. So yeah, it's yeah. like at this point, like even though Kyrie is out, you have James Harden maybe filling in the the point guard um, position. And then maybe I guess who would who would come in? I guess it would be yeah. Don't forget your Patty Mills. Yeah, but he's more of a six man though. You think he's gonna start? More if... six man. Um, I mean, he could potentially come. You know, be make that starting rotation. I honestly do believe James Harden will be point. That's that's my yeah. That's my well, good feeling. I don't know who would come over for. I guess Joe Harris, uh, shooting guard, right? One at the forward, KD four. Then I don't know. By the way, mm-hmm. um. It it's gonna be okay for the Nets. They've practiced without him for the past couple of weeks. With you know, anyways. So I mean, adjusting in that regard wouldn't be as hard. But it would be nice to have him. Um, I do think that in order for them to win everything, win the whole thing, they need Kyrie. So let's hope if you know mandates change or if he gets vaccinated or not, because it will be a shame for James Harden to do all that work of trying to get out of Houston, going to Brooklyn, not having his big three to help him, you know, win a chip, you know. Um, and KD, you saw him playing 48 minutes in the game or so without Kyrie and a, and a hobbling James. So he needs all three of his uh, uh, compadres, you know what I'm saying, to win a championship. Not like, not like LeBron. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Kyrie, uh, you know, he's he's made his choice and, you know, it's, it's his choice. You know, we can't really um, dispute that. But with that choice comes consequences, comes mandates, comes rules from the NBA. So we'll see what happens with the Brooklyn Nets and how they uh, move forward. Here's my take on the on the Brooklyn Nets now. I think they will be better this year than they were last year. That's my hot take. No, you don't. No, you don't. I really I do. I, I think bet. they're going to be better this year than they were last year. A couple of reasons why. Number one, they're deeper at almost every position. Number two, they got nice young talent. Uh, the other night, Ken Thomas got garbage minutes and hit a game winner. Like that guy's a, a bona fide bucket. Like he's a certified bucket. Mm-hmm. I love Cam Thomas. Um, the other reason why I feel like they're going to be better this year than they were last year is for this reason. Last year, you would go night to night not knowing whether or not Kyrie was going to play. You went night to night not knowing if Kyrie was going to disappear for two, three, four days at a time. Mm -hmm. And you have to make last minute adjustments. Before the season starts, they have already decided that he will not be playing with them. What does that mean for coaching? They now get to focus entirely on the team that they have now and not have to worry about Kyrie Irving. So they're going to game plan everything without Kyrie Irving. And like you said, Kyrie Irving is kind of like the cherry on top. Obviously, you would love to have Kyrie Irving. He's a 50-40-90 guy. But without him, it doesn't damage the Nets. It's not like the Lakers where if AD didn't play for the whole season, it drastically changes the team. If Jimmy Butler doesn't play the whole season, it drastically changes the team. In in Brooklyn, like you mentioned, you have KD and you have... Jim, <clears throat> you have James Harden, excuse me. 
Mm-hmm. So when you have that as your focus and that's what you're going to game plan around, if so, if it so happens that later on in the season, things change, either Kyrie gets vaccinated or mandates change and he's able to rejoin the team. You're now in, like plugging him into a situation that's already solidified. That's already set. So that's like really, really like the cherry on top. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it hurts that he's not playing. I think it makes them better for that reason because they came out and said already definitively he will not be practicing he will not be playing with the team see but but better on a talent level or on a more like consistent players playing level better on a more team oriented level okay because because you do need Kyrie to kind of you know bring you up to that next level for the playoffs and stuff well I mean we've seen in, in years past where we talked about this before you only need two superstars to win a championship. It was LeBron and AD with a bunch of old guys and <laughs> young bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when you think about it, the Miami heat essentially made it to the NBA finals with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Obviously they had some key p- pieces like Goran Dragic. Yeah. Um, the Toronto Raptors, Kawhi and, and Kyle Lowry, you know what I mean? So in recent years, it's, it's been proven you only really need two all-stars. And when you have two of the top, maybe five premier scorers in the league, I don't like I, I not having Kyrie there. I don't think hurts your chances of winning an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. I still think they could do it even without Kyrie. I really do. It definitely like decreases it slightly because Kyrie is a third part, third part of that big three, but they're still pretty good with Kyrie not there. So, like you said, it's you know it's only a a minor setback, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the way I still feel about it is obviously Kyrie is this amazing talent. Like I'm not disputing that, but I'm saying with the pieces that you have now and what your team can be with those pieces that you have now. And the fact that you're focusing only on those pieces now, that's only going to make your team pe- like better. Like when you know what you have and what you're working with, there's no up in the air, there's no question or ands, ifs, or buts. Your team is going to be more consistent. They're going to be, I think they're just going to be overall better, barring, you know, any injury, mm-hmm. of course, obviously. Question Do you think that Kyrie will retire if he can't? Or will not get vaccinated. It wouldn't surprise me. Okay. It wouldn't surprise me. I feel like he has other ambitions in life. You know, he could do anything he wants, you know, <laughs> more, more power to him, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but obviously, yes. You know, I, I agree with you in the sense that if the point in time comes that they're, they have the ability to have Kyrie on the floor, they're obviously going to want him because that's a third option. Mm-hmm. You know, if one of the two isn't going or has a slow start, at least you have Kyrie, who's pretty, pretty darn consistent, you know, and getting buckets. That's right. Yeah. Um, Speaking of buckets and bucket getters, this is where I want to move into hot take because I saw something that caught my eye over the weekend. There was a list that came out uh, by thescore.com where they gave their list of the 10 greatest players in the modern era. And I wanted to get your take on this list. Tell me if you would 
<laughs> replace somebody with someone else. And I guess let's also define modern era because there's some players on this list who, if you're talking within the 2010s, you know, 2010 to 2020 range, mm-hmm. they were on the tail end of their career. Here, here's the list. So you have LBJ, LeBron James, who arguably was the greatest player. Number one, right? Yeah, number one, who is <laughs> okay. ar- arguably That's the greatest right. player of this of this decade, right? Then you have Kobe, who, you know, he that was kind of towards the tail end of his career. Like the mid-2010s uh, was like the tail end of his career. Tim Duncan, same situation as Kobe. Then you have Kevin Durant, fourth. Steph Curry, fifth. Kevin Garnett was sixth. Mm-hmm. Dirk seven, D Wade eight, Giannis nine, Kawhi ten. Now, now, are we disputing order or like players that should be on there but are not on there? I would say players that are that should be on there but are not on there. Also, defining what is considered the modern era, because some of these players like Tim Duncan, KG, Dirk, like the last time they were good was like in the early two thousand tens. Well, that, that would kind you of know, be the modern the, era, right? Like. 2010s 2020s right but i guess what i'm saying is like like k like 2013 kg wasn't the same as 2008 kg you (laughs) know what i mean yeah yeah Tim, like 2014 tim duncan was not the same as 2005 tim duncan right so like so so let's settle it then like what's the range for modern era in terms of the years well like what would you say is is the is the range let's keep it (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so this this is my thinking, right? When I first saw this list, some names that came like to the top of my head was like Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady. You know, if you're going that far back, like you're talking like absolute scorers, like how are they not on this list? <laughs> like that that kind of that kind of baffled yeah. me. Okay. Um, but if we're keeping it, let's say like 2010s, and we're talking like premier scorers, like bonafide bucket getters mm-hmm. would you keep this list or would you add someone else to it i would i would take away some players maybe kg for sure how about you we're, like just to clarify we're not doubting that kg was a great player right right it's just but like top in this is, in this decade know? yeah in this decade <laughs> he wasn't the same you know what i mean yeah um KG, I would you know take out respectfully. Possibly Tim Duncan. Is that is that what your head's at too? Or you would give? I feel like he was he was solid until like 2014. Okay, okay. But like after that, but that was we're talking seven years ago. Like there's been (laughs) other players that's come into the league since then. You know what I mean? Yeah. (sighs) Same could be said for Dirk. I mean, the last time Dirk was good was when he won the championship. Exactly. 2011. Yep. 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 Am I wrong to say James Harden? Like, shouldn't he be on this list too? That's the first name that popped into my mind. Like, where's James Harden? <laughs> James Harden is not on like, this list. If you're gonna put Kawhi on here, you had to put on James Harden as well. Like, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, Kawhi is he's he's good, but like sometimes like scoring, like James Harden is a better scorer. That's what I think. Where would you put James Harden? Bottom of the list, middle of the list, top of the list? <sighs> if we're doing scoring. And I see here Steph's number five, and I put James Harden like maybe like seven or eight, you know. But see, like you have Tim Duncan third. Like I would probably <laughs> move KD up, move Steph up. You know, James Harden is definitely 
in that five to seven range, I guess. I agree with that. I agree with that. How about D Wade, your guy? He's he's number eight on his list. So he's eight on this list, but like he was good up until I want to say 2018. Mm-hmm. I want to say like his his first year with the Bulls was probably the last time that he was like a certified bucket getter. Right. Wait, that so, last so basically season, we're making this list out of current players, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> current players. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Okay, okay, current players. Russ? I mean, I would keep D Wade on there because he was, I mean, he was in the league until 2019. Uh, yeah. How about yeah. Russ? You know, dang. I see I, that. I, 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 see that look no, on your face. I had him on the list too. I had him on the list too. Like that guy is a bucket getter. Like mm-hmm. LeBron, Kobe, and Steph and KD are, are non negotiable. Like, like that should be on the list mm-hmm. for sure. Giannis, I agree with. Kawhi, I agree with. D Wade, I agree with. And there's Harden, there's Westbrook. Yeah. I think it's a pretty solid list. Like most, the majority there makes sense. You know, KG right. and Dirk. I'm like, I don't know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm a I'm a young fan. That's why I I don't fully appreciate <laughs> I don't fully appreciate the greatness, but they did. But they are great for sure. I'm not. Oh I'm no, not yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But the modern era, you know, modern era is different. Yeah. When you're talking modern era, like I don't know if they would be on my <laughs> list. Like if you do like, you know, two thousands into like the mid 2010s then yeah for sure i would even mm-hmm. add paul pierce to that list like how is he not on this list yeah that's the truth right there so i felt like there's some some big names that were left off of this list which is very interesting to me especially the james <laughs> harden one that one really shocked me i was like how how do you not have james harden on there the, um the step backs and all that man yeah come on now the draw the you know, getting foul calls, which he's not getting <laughs> anymore. Yeah, like place of Curry. Yeah, 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 like Trey Young. <laughs> oh my gosh! So I thought this this list that came out over the weekend. I mean, nothing against you know the store the the score dot com, but I thought it was kind of not outlandish, but caught me off guard for sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, outlandish <laughs> and posts what that a caught me off guard. <laughs> you like what that transition, right? yeah. You like that smooth <laughs> playmaker hoops. They, I guess they, yeah, they got tweets going, and uh, these were some of the tweets. Like, what were people's hottest takes? I guess you could say. So I kind of want to do like a cap, no cap, cap mm-hmm. meaning like that's false, no cap meaning that's truth, right? And then kind of get your answer, like in replace of this person or these people, what would your answer be? So real quick, one of the first ones that came up, Markel Fultz is going to win the most improved player award for this year. Cap, no cap. The biggest cap that I can possibly <laughs> iterate. Maybe, maybe uh, Pharrell's cap, you know, that that big tall one. Uh, I, I really think that that is not going to happen. We have not heard of Markel Fultz as much as we should, and that is for a reason. So I do not believe he'll be, uh, he'll be uh, MIP. I think out of out of the players that that come to mind, I I do think it'll be Kevin Porter Jr. Show a little flash of himself in the you know last few games of the season last year. I think dropped a fifty piece. I forgot on which team, but fifty piece. I think it was the Bucks on Drew Holiday. Um, so I think he'll he'll be the uh, most improved player. I think it's Cap also. Okay, I was about to say. My most gonna... improved player nominee is going to be Tyler Hero. 
telling, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Don't oh. sleep on. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that later because I'm gonna save that for our for our last segment. Yeah. My okay. reasoning for that. Here's the next tweet. Jalen Green and Kevin Porter are going to be a better backcourt than Dame and CJ. No cap. I'm going to go with no cap for that one. Because I feel like okay. CJ and Dame have been a little bit underwhelming. They haven't really been the dynamic duo that everyone expects them to be. So mm-hmm. um, I like Jalen Green. He's fearless. He's confident in himself. And then KPJ is just going to go off, you know, like I had alluded to in the previous slide. So I also said no cap. But I think it's going to be no cap because Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. are going to be such like an automatic highlight reel. And you're not going to see like Damon CJ are going to be like the the silent, you know, producers. Like they're just going to produce crazy numbers, but nobody's talking about them because Jalen and you know, Kevin Porter Jr. Are just going off with crazy stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next one. Hawks make the Eastern Conference final again, and Trey finishes top five in MVP voting. Cap or no cap? All right, so this is going to be the toughest one out of the four we have here. It's really tough. I can see it happening, but I want to I say on the record that it's cap. The Hawks are going to be better this, this year for sure, but I think they're going to come up short in the second round. That's, that's, my, that's my take. And then, sorry, and then for Trey, I can see it top five, but five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're playing really well right now. But I'm still nervous about their defense. I'm going to say, I'm going to say cap. I don't think they make the Eastern Conference finals again. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Trey Young gets any uh, MVP votes. Oh, okay. That's just my take. Okay. Last one. Yay. Yay. I already know your answer to this one. LeBron <laughs> is going to win number five. No cap. No oh, gosh. cap. He's got the the Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. Sure, they're old heads, except for AD. But again, this this team is just is just bound to win. Like with all these pieces, you know, I just think that LeBron. We'll win number five this year. It's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be a sight to see. Melo getting a ring, Russ getting a ring. He wants to do this for his teammates. You know, he's he's motivated with all the storylines, you hating on him, especially you right there, <laughs> hating on him. He's gonna he's he's gonna see this, hear this, and just be motivated to prove people wrong. All right. Like already, like no one's voting for him. Everyone's like, you know, doubting him. It's gonna be great. Like everyone keep doing that, keep feeding him. He's gonna be going off the season. I say cap. They're not going to win. What? Like you said, what? It's a team of old heads. Anthony Davis is the younger of them, but, but his, he's body's, his body's like frail, like he's an old head. <laughs> so I, do, I don't have confidence in this team. No. Nets are going to be NBA champions. That's my that's my take. Sorry, why you, folks. Why are you that's so my mainstream? Take. Why are you so mainstream with the picks here? The Nets. Are you kidding me? Last year, everybody swore up and down, including yourself, that Brooklyn was going to win the NBA Finals. 
And the all season long, I said they were not, and I was right. Now all of a sudden, because I think they're going to win. Now, because of the science and the thought I put into it, that they're going to win, all of a sudden I'm a mainstreamer. No, I go against the grain. I've been saying not at all. Not at all. Not at all, bro. I said even before preseason that the Nets were going to win this year. I even said last year that they were like last year's NBA season. I was like, they're not going to win this year, but they might win next year. Rewind it back. I promise you I said that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because I said they had to go through adversity first. So good luck with Giannis again. Mic drop. Good luck with Joel Embiid. Good luck, guys. Good luck. Before getting to AD. Good luck with that. It'll be easy. Okay, to wrap up the show, I figure we do some of our own hot takes. Um, just to throw off some some hot takes that might, you know, All ruffle right. some feathers, go let's, against the let's grain. Let's go, let's go one by one, like one and then like me, you, me, you, me, you. Sure. All right. You want to go first or I'll, I'll go first? I'll go first. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, go ahead, go ahead. The Chicago Bulls are going oh, God, to make the Eastern Conference Finals. That's right. This is so funny because my first one was the Chicago Bulls will have a a hot start to the season and then fizzle out. Hell no. Hell no. I promise you, bro. I promise you. You know why? Teams are going to figure them out. They're a one-trick pony. That's all all it is. All right. What's the one trick? The only shooter (laughs) on that squad is Zach Levine. And Lonzo Ball. What do you mean, bro? He's not gonna he's not gonna <laughs> launch five or more threes a game. God, nice big and booch. And then Demar Derozan, Demar. Demar Derozan, like mid range all day. That's easy to slow down or to style. I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't, I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think they're gonna fizzle out. Teams are gonna figure them out pretty quickly. I don't think they have a superior coaching staff. Um, okay. I don't think they're necessarily deep. By any means, and they Don't lack worry. size. Don't worry, you're gonna go back to this episode, and you're gonna regret what you just said. It's I'm okay. gonna eat my words. You are gonna, gonna eat my words. My, my, I'll, <laughs> my second take. Give me the sriracha and the spoon and fork. <laughs> I'll wolf it down with some rice. My, so I still have. Sorry, my second take is still about the still about the Bulls. All right, it's gonna be the six man. Award will go to Alice Caruso this year. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? This is just straight facts of what I'm spitting. These takes are all facts that I'm spitting right now. I'm telling you. Watch. Oh, watch. Watch. Man. All right. All right. So my second one is Ben Simmons does not finish the season with the 76ers. No, that's a fact, man. That's not even a hot take. That's a fact. I don't know what you mean. Um Actually, my my third take has to do with him as well. Um, I think now it might happen, but a Kyrie and Ben trade scenario will be popping up. I was thinking that. Right? I was thinking right? about it a couple of hours ago. I was like, <laughs> I how it, crazy it, would it be? be? Yeah, it'll be a season thing. Yeah. How how does that work out? How does that play out? I don't know. Which team gets better? Ooh, I think. <sighs> At that point, <laughs> at that point, the, the Nets are guaranteed to win. I'm sorry, like I I can't doubt that now. You have Ben Simmons okay. guarding your point guards. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's a lock. 
And then you have James Harden running the, the, the offense. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. Um, but I think Brooklyn gets better, even though you have a, a Kyrie and Joel Embiid, you know, pick and roll situation. I think the Nets get better with, with Ben Simmons if it wasn't happening, but you know, at first I was going to say the Sixers get better because Ben can't do a lot of things that Kyrie can do. So from a pure talent, uh, talent point standpoint, the Sixers would, I think be better, Mm -hmm. but defensively speaking, as we all know, defense wins championships. I think, I think you sold me. I think it'd be Brooklyn. Brooklyn gets that one. If if Ben's on the nets, all those shooters around him, like he wants, but then again, I think he wants his own team, though. Isn't that what we've been hearing from like all his? I mean, that's what he says he wants, but I think he needs pressure taken off of him. True. Put him in a place where he doesn't have to have the weight of you have to be our guy, you have to lead this team. Right, right. I think he needs the opposite. Um, that's a good point. Which is interesting because that was my third. You know, this all kind of ties together. It's crazy that we're kind of talking about similar things here. My third thing was, I think the Nets will be better without Kyrie, which I kind of spoke about earlier. I really do believe that they're going to be better without Kyrie as a team, as a unit, collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they would be amazing with him, but I think they're (laughs) going to be slightly better without him. How about your fourth fourth one? This is going to be a really hot take. I think the Western Conference Finals... It's going to be Lakers versus the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> what's so funny, man? Yeah, what's so funny, bro? Bro, who are the Mavericks got? Luka Doncic, bro. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't doubt You need Luka, two bro. superstars to win a championship. Don't doubt Luka. Yo, they got uh, Porzingis. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Porzingis, bro. I just, like... I'm not too certain on the Warriors just yet. Sure, they have Jordan Poole going off. You have Clay coming going back. off. But I'm not sure if Clay's going to be the same again after all his injuries. And then, I don't know. It's going to be a lot of, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Steph this year. So They're I, definitely I deeper. The they Warriors are deeper. definitely deeper. Like, their bench got drastically better, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just like size. They like size. Yeah. But but that's I my think, main concern. I think Dallas can make a leap if there's no Kawhi, no Jamal Murray. Um, you know, because though we obviously we haven't seen Luca play in a series without the Clippers yet. We have to see who mm-hmm. else he can play and who else, you know, they can beat. So if they have no Kawhi, you know, and if the the if the, the cards are right, if the you know the stars are set in a certain way where Luca kind of gets a nice matchup in the first round and then can go off from there, I think they can get to the conference finals, if you ask me, you know. That was your fourth, your fourth hot take. What's my fourth? Yes, my fourth. My fourth is Austin Reeves of the Los Angeles Lakers will take Wayne Ellington's role as the sharp shooter. Why? Why is your fourth Los take? Angeles Lakers? Why, why is the hot take of yours? This is like out just, of the blue. This is random right here. Yeah, it's outlandish. It's super outlandish. That's just my take. I think he's gonna break. You know that rotation of being. You know, one of the seven <laughs> or eight guys that's constantly in the rotation. Yo, poor Wayne Ellington, bro. Gets cooked by yeah. Jordan Peele once. Sorry, Jordan Peele. Jordan Poole once. <laughs> Jordan Poole once. And then gets all this hate, all this slander, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ready for Austin my fifth, Reeves, man. My fifth and okay, last hot take. AD will be healthy throughout the whole season. 
That's a hot take, man. That's, a hot take. That's hot too take. hot. That's too hot to handle. A couple of days of load management, a couple of days, but he'll be healthy throughout the whole season. That's my hot take. My final one that I'll stand by. Okay, my final one. I already alluded to it earlier. Tyler Hero will be the most improved player. And here are my reasons why. Last year, there was no preseason, so he was coming into it ice cold. This whole season, he was just off. On top of that, we all know about his relationship. We found out at some point in the season that his his girl is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now that he's got all that situated, he's got everything you know set in stone. You know, he worked extremely hard during the offseason. He's been torturing, like he's been scorching hot in the preseason. I think that's gonna carry over into the regular season. He's 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 still that, you know, I'm a bucket, he still has that confidence. I am fully convinced Tyler Hero will be the most improved player. Ever since his song came out with, with Jack Harlow, he hasn't been good since. Okay. That's really all because of the same things I mentioned about, <laughs> about last season. The sudden fame, the cereal, him, the girl, <laughs> the the baby on the way. Like, you know, now at least okay. he's okay. got a, yeah. I mean, I mean, I do see it happening. <clears throat> You know, I see it as a possibility, but I there there are more candidates, you know, for that for that <laughs> award that are more deserving. You know, I right, well, but you know, we'll see. But I mean, you know me, I'm a heat guy. You, you know, are, I got a heat guy. I got to the heat somewhere in there. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. Before we go, <clears throat> is there anything that you wanted to plug? Anything you wanted to add? <clears throat> Not not at the moment, no. I'm all good. I want to say something. Go ahead. I don't know if you watched it, but I'm I'm not gonna say I'm the biggest boxing fan, but over the last two years, I've really grown in love with the sport. Mm-hmm. And over this weekend, this past weekend, the Gypsy King, I saw that Tyson Fury defeated for the second time in a row Deontay Wilder, <clears throat> the Bronx Bomber. Arguably one of the greatest heavyweight fights I've seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw any of the highlights. I didn't see the highlights. Yeah, I saw him get knocked down. I was crazy. My goodness, what a great fight! That like that just put heavyweight boxing back on the map. I'm all about it. <clears throat> um, there, there was like a whole mismatch of things that were supposed to happen. Like originally, he was supposed to fight jo- Anthony Joshua, you mm-hmm. know, in the summer. But then Deontay Wilder was like, no, I want to exercise my right to to fight you again. So then they were supposed to fight in July. And then after that fight, then Tyson Fury was going to fight Anthony Joshua. But when the first scheduled fight was supposed to happen, Tyson Fury got COVID. They had to push Mm -hmm. back the fight until this past weekend. Now he's supposed to fight Anthony Joshua, but Anthony Joshua lost to someone else. Yeah. So it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit interesting, but nevertheless, Props to the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Love to see it. Six foot eleven, man, almost three hundred pounds. Mm. He doesn't look Damn. like a boxer, but he doesn't. That, that boy can box. He's whew. <laughs> <clears throat> fun fact. He's the same age as me. Ah, same height too. Yeah. Or? <laughs> almost there. He's almost, almost there. as tall as me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He'll get there. He'll as get the there. ages. You know. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that does it for today's show. It's a great show. Until next time, everybody stay safe, stay healthy. And as always, thank you for listening.
This has been a Fuse Podcast original produced by yours truly, Nat, with music by Johnny C.